4: Welcome, guys. What's up? What's poppin'? It's your girl, Amara La Negra, and you're listening to, exactly, Amara, a production of iHeart. I once again want to thank you guys so much for tuning in, for always being there, for hitting me up on Instagram, on my social media platforms, to be like, yo, I love the show, I love what you're doing. I really, really enjoy getting all this great feedback because everything I do, I do it for y'all. By the way, as usual, I always remind you don't forget to give us those five stars. Today I've had me cafecito cubano y tengo mucha energía. And today's guest tiene la misma energía or if not more energy than I do. And I love it. I can already tell personalities. I'm about to ask for her sign and everything. I had the opportunity of talking to her a little bit before officially introducing her. To the podcast, and I just loved it. So, women, ding, 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 ding. Today, we're talking about being self made, self made, okay? All those empowered, strong women out there. This is your show today. We're talking to Nelly Galan, a financial success and woman empowerment queen. Nelly, mi amor, ¿cómo estás, my reina divina fabulosa? Qué alegría
5: estar aquí contigo, yes. because, you know, we both come from the Latino market. You know, I used to be president of Telemundo. I was a station manager, and I worked my way up, and I became the first Latina president of Telemundo. And then I realized all these women were calling me and saying, how did you do that? Did you go to Harvard? I go, no. Mm-hmm. I started from the bottom like an assistant, like an intern. And And I had really, luckily, I had really learned a lot about money. I lived beneath my means. I saved my
4: money. I imbe- I tell women, don't buy shoes, buy buildings. Obviously, you're a, a, a Latina media mogul, right? And, and I love the fact that you empower other women. You're an advocate for being independent. I also think it's so important to really have the mindset that we have. In my case, and I'm sure yours as well, I came from poverty. It took me a long time, right, to to understand the importance of being financially educated and understanding the power of money and how you can flip it and how you can lose it and how you can build up to it. All those great things, but they don't teach us anything about finances in school. And and a lot of minorities, it's like speaking about money is like a dirty thing. Briefly give me a sum up of like, how was it growing up? Do you come from money?
5: I'm Cuban. I moved, we moved here when I was five. My parents were broke we lost everything. We came with the shirt on our backs. And my parents, like, I mean, I had to, I had to make money too for the family. And I always tell everybody that I sold Avon.
4: Oh my God. The Avon chicks out there, you know, the con el librito everywhere. Like I got the lotion, the perfume. I love, I live. Okay. I didn't know anything about money. I just knew that my
5: parents were broke and I was lucky because I would, I worked for a lot of rich people. And I asked a lot of questions. I realized Oye, man, these people are not doing what my parents are doing. Like, I thought it was so important to work for other people only and get a salary and all that. And I realized if you don't have a side hustle, if you don't start thinking like an entrepreneur, if you don't start thinking about how to make money, put the money away and then invest the money. One of my bosses said to me, when you grow up, you got to like live beneath your means and buy property so that you make money while you sleep. And I thought, eso me está hablando en Chino. I don't know what he's talking about. Right, right. And it's like, we don't know that the money you make and the money you might save isn't going to take you to the rest of your life. If we don't start that process, even like in the gig economy that you you drive an Uber, like so many immigrants now they're coming from Venezuela and all these countries, they drive an Uber and you put that money away and you
4: invest that money. When you 20 años, you're not gonna have money. You're my type of friend, okay? Period. But okay, but there's a lot of women. There's a lot of guys that are like, yeah, but I don't. I don't think I can do it. The word debt. The word debt has become a fearful word. You have to somewhat get yourself in good debt. Can you talk about your experience with debt? Were you scared that you? Were you scared to get in debt? Were you scared to start? How did you start financially? I
5: think that the first thing you gotta do is be very grounded and want it. You have to draw it, you have to say it. You in order to manifest big things, you have to declare what you want. And then you have to sacrifice a little bit. Come on, people think sacrifice is a bad word. It's just like you gotta sacrifice a little something for a period of time to get on the road to your goals. So la primera cosa is you gotta save money. And the way you save money is by any means necessary. Like I was talking to Alex, your producer. Sometimes you can't live in New York City, in LA, in Chicago. Sometimes you have to move to other places, emerging cities. He just moved to North Carolina. You got to live beneath your means and save money and have two years of your salary saved. And that sounds impossible. Oh my gosh,
4: Lord. Y'all tengo two years of my salary saved. Well,
5: you got to do it. And the, and how you do it is cuz you only need to save for a period of time to have that once you have that nest egg your life begins because that's the money that's going to make you rich When you say
4: wait 2 years of your salary saved do you mean saved or invested No 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 I
5: say saved you can't invest till you have 2 years cuz you need 1 year for an emergency for you Now what you can do with that money is put it in like a treasury bill or in a in a savings that's making you money, but you got to first accumulate two years. Or can say after that, you have many decisions. You can say, I want to start a little business. I mean, not everybody's an entrepreneur. I want to invest in, in my friend who's a genius in their startup. I want to go and like buy myself a franchise, which I don't know why more women and minorities don't buy franchises. Why do we have to start everything from scratch when there's a million franchises that make you rich? You can decide what to do. Like you're building something, you're sacrificing to have a pot of money, and then you begin. And sometimes in order to do that, you got to move first to a cheaper place. If you're single, you got to have more roommates. Maybe you're not buying Starbucks every day. You got to sacrifice for a short period of time in order to be think like a rich person. You have a pot of money now to decide what are you going to do next? And that doesn't mean that that part of the money is sitting at home under your mattress. As I said, it could be making interest, but you have to save it well, I don't first. I mean, how you already
4: know that I already fucked up because- um, I've invested in a couple of properties. I have a couple of properties in the Dominican Republic. I do. I have a lot of Airbnbs and I also have tenants and it's worked for me. But right now, if you were to tell me, oh, two years, mija, I'm mi more listen, if I see- more mi amor, you had
5: two years. You don't realize that if you put all these down payments down, this is why I say you have to have a plan. Como todo el mundo me dice a mí, did you just make way more money than we did? And I go, no, but when we were all young, you bought a Jaguar and went on a trip to Europe that was very expensive. And I bought a building. Yeah. If you have a clear vision for your life, you know it on so When I was 20 years old, I went with my girlfriends on my 20th birthday to color me mine. And I made a plaque and I said to everybody, let's do what we think we want our life to be. And I did like a little, just like a moon ceramic. Uh-huh. And then it went in my parents' like garage. And 20 years later, they sent me boxes because they were retiring and moving. And I opened the box and I look at the thing and my son goes, Mom, you're a manifester because the house that I live in now well in California, I just moved, is exactly the house I pictured. It like everything I put, I go entertainment, my company. I put all these things that were in my imagination subconsciously. Then you sacrifice because you're like, I'm not going to do that because I want this bigger thing. Right. And you have to think like that. <laughs>
4: We all know about Telemundo, right? There's only, like, two major networks, I think, for Latino communities, like Univision, Telemundo. How did Telemundo influence you? How did it make you grow as a woman, as a professional? What did you gain Mm -hmm. and learn from being in Telemundo? Well,
5: first of all, I was, like like, basically these two... I was a reporter for CBS as a young girl. I got a job early on. And I interviewed these two guys that bought the first station, Channel 47 in New York. And, and they said to me, you should come and work for us. And I was like, I don't want to be in Spanish TV. I'm, I want to be at CBS. And he goes, are you stupid? Do you not know the Latino market is going to be the biggest thing in the world? And that if you're our first employee, you're going to be, you're going to do really, really, really well. And I quit my job as a young reporter at CBS and I went to work for what is now Telemundo, but it was like, one station at that time. So for me, I feel like Telemundo taught me with other people's money how to run a business from the bottom up. Like a lot of people that, you know, like they might be afraid to go work for a startup, but that startup is going to be the next AI.
4: But then what what about if it's not? Then do you lose all your money? Because it's a gamble, realistically.
5: You don't lose because you learn how to be, how to run a business from the bottom up and then somebody else grabs you And sometimes uh, to be entrepreneurial and do things, it takes three or four or five or six times to fail, but then you hit it big. You know, when I worked at Channel 47, they sold the station. I didn't think I was going to end up, I didn't think it was going to be Telemundo. I started a little business and for four years, I made no money, but I did odd jobs and I did a lot of jobs and I stayed the course and I stayed the course. And I, this company, little company that I started, to launch channels abroad, I, I ended up launching HBO, ESPN, Fox, all these channels in Latin America. My company finally hit big. And then Telemundo hired me back uh, because Sony had bought Telemundo and they were my client. What? So my journey has been very slow and steady and I have failed so many times. Right. But in the end, I won. Because you're learning as you go and you figure it out. You
4: went from that to, you know, real estate investments and all these other things. Where do you think your passion stands at this moment?
5: Well, first of all, I went from Telemundo. We sold it to NBC and then I became a producer. So I became Tyler Perry Latina. I produced like 700 shows, including The Swan, which was a big hit Mm -hmm. in English for Fox. So I produced shows in English and Spanish. And then I at the same time, I started investing in real estate. And then finally, when I had made a bunch of money, my kid was—I had a little kid at the time. Now he's twenty-three, and he was not doing well in school. And he goes, "Mom, you never finished school, and you've done really well." And I said, "You know, one of the things I regret
4: is that I didn't finish school, so I went back to school." Oh my god, I, re- I regret that too. I regret that too. I really want to go back to school at some point in my life just to get it out of my system because I feel like okay, I've, well, I did. It. I've already done some otras cosas, and mi mundo ya está hecho, but. By the way, this is a little info of me that I never really made public like that, but I guess. But anyways, I went to college for business administration. I really wanted to go for funeral services because I've always been como que, eh, no sé, me da mucha curiosidad. And that's a really good business. People die every day. And then yeah. I ended up not finishing because my mom was like, oh, my mom's very spiritual. She's like, a traer los espíritus de los muertos para casa. I So I didn't do it. But I still kind of feel like I want to be able to give her that damn paper. It's a piece of paper, but I know it would make her so proud.
5: Let me just tell you, it's never too late to go back to school. My stepson mm. is the number one skateboarder, P Rod. And he, I, I'm t- he's about to retire as a skateboarder down, you know, in a couple of years. And I tell him, you should go back to school. It's never too late. And school isn't always just about a papelito. It's about having time to think. What am I going to do next? What can I do that is like different? And what came up for me, Amara, when I was in, in school is I focused on the, I went to psychology school and I focused on the psychology of money in multicultural communities. Cause I was, I kept thinking to myself, why is it that we all don't like, we don't get wealthy. Why are we not wealth building? And I'm, I, I work for all these Americanos and they figure it out and we don't. Right. And I went deeply into that. And that's when I decided to write
4: this book. Yes, I definitely want to talk about that. Let's, let's get into your book. Okay. Self-made, just from talking to you, you're so motivational, inspirational. You're so driven. You have such a great charisma and energy. I can, first of all, I want my own copy because I'm reading it. I love the title, Self-made. First, before you get into the details, I want to talk about what inspired you and why do you feel motivated to help others get their shit together, <laughs> get financially stable and rich?
5: First of all, I have been very, uh, not just blessed, I have also worked very hard to be a wealthy woman. And I think that when, Nosotros nos da pena decir eso. And I feel like, no, I was on Celebrity Apprentice with Donald Trump. And when I was on Celebrity Apprentice, all these minority women were writing to me. They go, how did you learn to speak truth to power? Because he would yell at me and I would let him have it. And I go, are you kidding me? I said, because I have my own money. Because I've worked for a lot of very rich people. I found my voice. But you know what? When you have your own money, you don't put up with a bad man. You don't put up with a bad boss. You don't put up with a bad company. You don't put up with a bad country. I know. That's right. Okay. (laughs) So I realized that I, that because so many people said to me, you're like a hidden figure. How did you do it? And I had not gone to Harvard or anything. I went to school later. Right. So I wanted to write a book to say, and, and the book, I love what I wrote here because I said the book is called self-made becoming empowered, self-reliant and rich in every way. Because also as a Latina, it's not just about money. It's rich in every way, rich in family, rich in spirituality, yeah. rich in love, but money is important because there's mission and there's money. And in a way money has to come first. You have to get your life settled financially in order to really do big things. Ahora, yo quiero hacer un podcast porque me da la gana. Yo quiero make a movie porque me da la gana. I can do it because I made money first and I'm still young. Right. And I made money by sacrificing and investing the money and I wanted to tell other women how to do it.
4: I come from an immigrant household. Um, you know where my mother didn't know till this day don't know no English. Um, didn't get to you know she she wanted to go to college she never got to like she had muchos sueños perdidos right. I feel that to a certain extent is me trying to accomplish those things for her and be like todo sacrificio that you did to get to this country to make sure that I was you know gonna have a good future. You did it. I did it. I'm here. I'm learning. I am breaking generational curses. I am you know moving forward. However, I, I know more, obviously, about finances than my mother did. That's why she couldn't teach me. I know that my girls are only one, and this is a very long journey still. Pero I want to know, how did you or have you or how do you talk to your children about money? How do you teach them? How do you start them off? Como madre, if you have a little sister, if you have a little brother, whoever is listening, and you have someone that's young, at what age should you start teaching them about what finances are?
5: Well, I'll tell you how I did it, and my son is very good because I've taught him. But here's you don't teach. Here's what you okay. do: you make it fun. Like what I would do with my kid is, I go, we go to eat breakfast, and I go, Lucas, what do you think this place makes? Like, let's do the math. Like, what do you think they're making? Let's let's each try and figure it out. And so I would say. Like, what does it cost us to eat here? Okay, like 20 bucks a person. That was before the pandemic. <laughs> and then I go, okay, how many people are sitting here? Let's do the math. Like we'd make it a game or we go bowling. And, and I'd say, Lucas, do you think this bowling alley makes a lot of money? Like, in other words, I made it like a fun game, okay? We'd go to like Toys R Us and I would say, what do you think is the top selling toy in this in this thing? And and, and, and he go, I think it's this. And I go, I think it's that. I go, let's look it up. And so we started always talking about money like a game. I gamified it. Do you know what I mean? So then, like now he's like, mom, we can't spend money on that. We should be doing this. Because it became such a conversation all our lives that now it's normal. I normalized it, right? And I think that when we were growing up, we just knew our parents didn't have money, but they didn't say, like, and we knew that they didn't turn the lights on because, we, you know, I always say Latinos are green before everybody else because our parents didn't want to waste money. But we never really had a conversation about it. And I think that that's what I do with my son. And if you met my son, you wouldn't believe it because he is so good at all this stuff because we always talked about it. It was like a, it was and we still do. Mm-hmm. Like when, when I told him, listen, he, we were, he was in University of Miami. And I said to him. Sorry, you have to move to LA, and he goes, "Why?" And I go, "Because I'm not paying for your apartment in Miami. When right now we have three buildings empty in Miami and LA, and you could live there. And plus, you've got to learn all the real estate that I own. see yes. I'm throwing you into the, into the lions, then. Yes, you got to give me one year of your
4: life to learn my business. I agree. I agree. And and something else that I'm getting into too. I'll talk about it later. But you know, I'm finding out about uh, getting a trust and all these things, todas esas cosas oh, that yeah. nobody talks about. Like my mom doesn't even know what the hell that is. I'm like, if you don't know who's supposed to teach me. So I'm over here and I feel that you should use Instagram and YouTube, obviously as a teaching and, and educational platform as well. Cause there's so many amazing people on these platforms, teaching you and giving you free game. I never even knew what a trust was. And now that I own several properties and I have certain things, I'm a single mother. It's like, I have to, be able to prepare for that day. I think that's something else that the Latino community doesn't like to talk about is death. Death, finances, taboo topics. Let's talk about it so that we know what's going on. See, mañana de uno quiera, Mommy passes away. You don't know what I have. You don't know how to run it. You don't know nothing.
0: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for...
5: I was a single mom too. And in a way it's a blessing because then you get to mold your kids the way that you want. And, and it's very important that they see that you're always learning and that you care about learning and that it's okay. Also that everything is moving so fast in the world that we also like right now, AI is going to be the next big thing and we have to learn all that. So I think if your kids see you wanting to just learn all the time. And in a way, my son has helped me because like my son said to me, mom, you don't know what you're doing with social media you need my help like if you make it so that you're you're building a family trust that everybody helps each other in the family to become wealthier and make money and you you're learning all these things together it's it's what
4: we never had yeah but at the, but at the end of the day as well you know something that i've studied and seen myself there's many other communities let me just put it as a whole communities where wealth is built into the family as a whole we're not in competition with one another. You know, we do businesses together. We buy properties together as a family. We do things. So financially, we're able to create a name, como los apellidos, McDonald's, Fulanito, you know, you create a power household, but we're in a generation. We're in a time lapse where people are competing against each other. You're competing against your brother and your sister instead of looking at them as partners that you can rely on. And you're dividing your wealth because everybody independently wants to have so many things. Okay, everything starts to fall apart. I think that that's I think that is important for the Latino community to learn that in order for us to create wealth is how can we leverage off each other. Si tú tienes una prima que es abogada, why are you gonna go pay somebody else? Habla con tu prima and said this one, furanito, is a constructor,
5: and you can build together. I mean, that, the idea of of like which we don't even think about is like generational wealth. I mean, you know, it's funny. because yes. I just went to, I just went to, to Spain because I was trying to get my dual citizenship because my grandparents are Spanish. And I said, and I was there and I go, how do these people live? I mean, Europe is expensive, man. It's worse than here. But what I realized is that these people have generational wealth. Like you get a young person in Spain and their great grandfather left them the house. We don't have that I yet. Say about- so like we're no. new to this country, right? So if we don't think Mm -hmm. how to work together and how to build, you know, like so that your kids get to inherit something and their kids get to inherit something, we don't even think like that yet, but that's how we have to
4: think. Right. I agree. I think it's also important to talk about it. I love seeing a strong, powerful, educated, ambitious woman because I see, I see a little bit of me obviously in you and other things that I want to learn. I think it's also important that we don't talk about it much is women empowerment also includes sisterhood whether you're not claro. from the same country, whether you may not have the same background, but if you find another woman just doing amazing, great things, don't be a hating ass bitch and not feel like you can't pass down the info. Mira, mama, I'm, I am good. Let me pass you some info and, and help you get up because- You're right. That's, we're so catty with one another. If I know some game, I'm the first one to be like, mira, do this, call Fulanito. This is how it works. I don't have a problem sharing.
5: But you know what? I'm going to this, okay? I think that the best way to find a woman to help you, and I tell young women, I go find a woman that's way older than mm. you. My mentors, like I'm in my 50s, and my mentors are 80, okay? Because if you come to me and I'm older than you, I mean I've already been there, done that, bought the T-shirt. Yeah, you know, I have more I've experience,
4: experience.
5: So, like, come to women that are older than you. And like, try to befriend my mentor. My real estate mentor is an older Jewish lady who I met years ago when I started inviting her to
4: to, to lunch. Oh my God, Nelly! She- Nelly, will you be my mentor? Do you want to go to lunch? Yes. <laughs> I love girls. Did you see that? You see how easy that was? Don't be scared to just talk to another woman. Don't be scared. It's super simple. Your life can change with one. With one conversation, your mind can completely expand, change, so many connections, muchas cosas. Nelly, otra cosita before before we have... Oh my God, I don't want to finish this conversation.
5: Don't worry, we're going to get together. We live near each other, I think.
4: We spoke about our children. We spoke about our careers. We spoke about our ambitions, our goals, our dreams, all those great things. What happens to your love life? Do you feel... Because I talk about it all the time. When you're an independent, strong Woman, it's very hard in my eyes to find a man that doesn't see you as competition, who can see you as a partner, who, you know, all those things. Has it been hard for you? Has it been easy for you? Did you have a partner? How did you go about this? Listen, I'm going to tell
5: women, you can't have everything at once. Uh huh. I have, I have been in, you know, several long-term relationships. I mean, I just broke up with someone that I was with for 13 years. I'm alone. I am uh, in a place and, and alone because I finally realized, you know, I, I, I didn't want to die without finding real love. And I've had many loves, but you know, they don't always last. Exactly what you said, when you're an empowered woman, no es fácil. Pero uh, I I am not, I don't give up. And I believe, I, I believe it's possible for all of us. It just doesn't happen all at once. And that, and, and to me, I wouldn't give up all my empowerment, all my accomplishments, everything that I've accomplished, because I feel very whole and complete. And I think that to find someone that's also whole
4: and complete, you have to feel that way. I hear you. I hear you. It's been very tough for me too. Not let I say you can't have your cake and eat it too. I wish that we all could. I'm gonna just say, speak for myself because I'm older than you. When I was younger,
5: and I was young and dating a lot of people. When I look back now, because I've had time to reflect, I dumped a lot of people that were really great men for guys that were a little more dangerous and sexy. También. And like, También me temo la mucho. Girl,
4: talk about it. Talk about it. Yo me di la falta, mira, hasta los
5: ojos. If I had to give advice, now we all don't listen because when our hormones are raging, we make bad choices. I would say, choose a man that, that you think would be a great father. Because in the end, our children are the loves
4: of our lives and you're never going to respect a man if he's not a good father to your kid. And by the way, um I, I asked you, you know, that personal question because I also know that when you are at peace in your personal life, all those things do also influence the way that you look at life, the ambitions that you have. They all they also influence in the way that you're able to succeed in your career, whether you're alone and you have that peace or whether you're with a partner that supports you during this journey. Cause what you can't have is someone de la vida in the background don't invest in this. Don't do that. I think this is a bad idea. Why are you going to do this? If you're going to have someone that's hating you during your journey of growth, it's best to be alone. And I know it's going to be hard because sometimes you may be in love with this person. You may think that they're great, but these could be the same reasons why you haven't been able to reach your goals in life. Mira Mami, I want to ask you last but not least, please, please tell us where can we purchase your book? Where can we go? How can we follow you? We want to know more about you.
5: Okay. So number one, uh, at Nelly Galan on Instagram, my book in English is called self-made and in Spanish it's called Adelante. You can get it on Amazon and I have a podcast money maker, uh, in English and mi mundo rico en español. Because I did that for all the immigrants. I want all these beautiful immigrants that are coming into America to be able to be onboarded financially. By the way, you have to do my podcast, too, because I love you. I love I that. But um, yo lo que quiero decir is I just want you to know that when you're young and going back to the love thing, because I want women to leave on a good note. On, on the love thing, you know, your hormones are raging. You're young. You're hot. Men like you for your hotness and your looks. But the good news is, as you get older, and men have gone through a lot of hell with a lot of women that are taking their money and all this stuff, men like you later in life. You have a whole new batch of men that that like you because they admire and respect you.
4: Amen to that. And that's what
5: you want your kids to, you want your kids to to
4: respect and admire you. So they pick good mates. I love that you said that. Guys, listen, today is really hard to do a what well, you can take home with you because this was just such an inspirational conversation of just be ambitious, be driven, you know? Um, don't be afraid to create good sisterhood and ask, ask, a, well, I learned today, ask a older, you know, an older woman who's had more experience and is not going to see you as competition, but is going to see you as a little sister and is willing to guide you into becoming wealthy, into becoming financially stable, you know, and I think is important as well. Copy paste. If you see a girl that is also trying to learn the, her ways into society into life and you know right from wrong feel free to give some advice Nelly muchisimas gracias por venir el día de hoy I'm so grateful Oye for me, you amor
5: y respeto a ti because what you've done is amazing Amen. and I'm so proud oh, of you thank you as a native Latina and as a younger Latina very proud. Um, Amen. likewise, I love
4: having women like yourself. You're such an inspiration. Um, Como Latina, también me siento muy orgullosa de all the great accomplishments that you've done. And I just want to tell you guys, thank you so much for being part of Exactly Amara. Follow me on Instagram at Amara La Negra, A-L-N. Amara La Negra, A-L-N. And remember that this has been a production of iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeart, Visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This is your girl, Amar La Negra, and you just heard exactly Amar.
2: any disease.